All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out BlueWirePods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. This is a Web Canopy Studio production. everybody to dropping the gloves john scott here tim Wurzberger. tim how are you buddy i'm doing good nice, nice middle of the day episode it's been a while since we've done that well you just push for the night episodes because you work all day and play all night and i can't do the night episodes like papa's gotta sleep papa's First gotta all, spend some time with his wife the night episode was your idea to begin with to accommodate your busy schedule after you put the kids to bed oh, it was a big mistake big big mistake just because we get it by the time i get the kids down it's like 9 p.m i gotta shove some food in my mouth and we start taping i don't, I don't get done until 10 15 10 30 it's too much for me too much in my hectic lifestyle so i like this midday works out good i got the coffee flowing through my veins i got some privacy i brought all my stuff downstairs so we shouldn't be disturbed at all it'll be great it's gonna be great and i'm excited about this episode this will be a fun one like i prepare for most episodes i went over and above this episode. I want to win. I really want to win. So we're drafting an NHL team, 23 players on our roster. This is for bragging rights to win the cup. We're doing breakfast whenever we can see each other again. This is for the kit and caboodle. So can you want to sort of walk the listeners through the rules here, what we're doing? So here's what we're doing. We are drafting an NHL team. The object of this team is to win the Stanley Cup this coming year. This is not a franchise draft. This is not a draft for five years from now. This is a draft, if I'm going to pick a team, to win the cup this year. We are using the salary cap, average annual values for the player of this current year, 2019-2020. We couldn't use 2021 because there's all kinds of RFAs and UFAs. So we're using 2019-2020. If it's an entry-level contract, we are using their contract for this year not the extension they've signed for next year. We are using the rules. All injured players are healthy. Everyone's fair game. Is Datsuk fair game? 
Datsuka's not fair game. I mean, if you want to take him, he's like, he's like 40 now. There's guys who are on contracts who I would yeah. like a Hosa. Hosa too. Yeah. I mean, no, no, that's, that's ridiculous. Let's actual NHL players. They have to be five. on the roster, the active roster. Or injured reserve. But yeah, they can't yes. be like playing in Europe or, or retired collecting a paycheck. They had to have played an NHL game in this season. Okay. That's fair. Okay. So that rules out a few guys who I might have threw at you as a fourth line center, Pavel Datsuk. You never know. Even though he's his cap hits got to be six million or something. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. All right. So those are the rules. We are going to draft a full roster. That means you have to have six defensemen, one goalie, and 12 forwards, right? Correct. Correct. So, and you need to have two goalies on your roster, a standard roster. You can't just have one, one goalie. Yes, John. I know how rosters you gotta are. You got to have goals. a backup goalie. You don't play hockey. I don't know. Like, I don't know. So, how you work. <laughs> can we be a little flexible on positions? Like, if I draft five centers, it's okay to put one on the wing? Correct. This, I'm treating this like an Olympic style roster where at the Olympics they had seven centermen. Right. You no, know? but those guys can play anywhere. But I don't want to see a defenseman playing forward or forward playing defense. That's that's the only thing I, I want to be kind of strict about. Agreed. Okay. What about a, well, what about a goalie playing defense? If that's the way you want to structure your team, who am I to say no to that? But I don't want to see Claude Giroux playing defense. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like pick 21 forwards and two goalies and say, well, I'm just going to score goals. That's what I'm going to do. No, not you- going to happen. You think so little of me. It makes me laugh out loud sometimes. I don't hear you laughing, but... You have the lowest opinion of me than anybody. When it comes to hockey, correct. (laughs) Very much so. He who gets injured in the corner in a men's pickup game and is out for two years. In front of the net, battling (laughs) for my life. (laughs) With a guy who is not wearing shoulder pads or pants. All right. So after we draft, we're going to put this online and we're going to put a poll and we're going to ask the fans, you guys, who has the best roster. And I don't, I don't want this to be biased because I know everyone's probably feeling sorry for Tim, but we're going to be just be biased and, and pick the team that you think would win the Stanley cup and take all things into account, experience, talent, grit, all of these things in a seven-game series between these two squads that we, that we take, and then we'll see who wins. Winner gets breakfast. You owe me breakfast, Tim. You owe me breakfast. I know. We owe each other. Well, we got to start paying the piper on those if we ever see each other again. Who knows? We could be dead tomorrow. You never know. I could it's die true. right now during the podcast. It's <laughs> true. I could. You never know. And I would keep okay. taping. So we are going – you would keep taping? Yeah. Got to keep, keep the uh, – The show must go on, John. That's right. That's right. All right, so let's do a rock, paper, scissors, just like last time. I like these drafts. I really like doing this. It this brings me fun. back to when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. You know? All the drafts we do on the video games with my buddies uh, and, like, picking our favorite players, taking our squads. I think it's squads. just so fun. And I think the next one we do is a franchise draft where we draft a team for five years from now. And then, conversely, I think we do one where we draft a team, the worst possible team you can draft possible by filling up all the cap to 83 million dollars what's the worst team you can ice with 83 million dollars how fun would that be 
Yeah, but couldn't you just pick like a bunch of entry level? You must you gotta have a minimum, right? You have to have eighty three million on your roster. You have to max out your cap. Right. Or at least you, get to like seventy five or eighty, right? No, eighty three million. You have to max it out <laughs> okay. and to have the worst team possible. We pretty uh, much just pick the Detroit Red Wings. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's Erickson and Avlocate, our first two picks. Those will be the first round, first overall. Lou, or no, uh, what's his name? The D-man. Lou, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Erickson. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. All right, well, let's, let's, get, let's get this rolling. Rock, paper, scissors. For everyone out there, we're doing rock, paper, scissors on Zoom. Rock, paper, scissors, scissors. You went rock. Oh, Tim goes first. Go. I should stop saying what I'm going to shoot. <laughs> I was already committed. It gets um, in the way. All right. Okay, so, this so the is draft big. is starting now. Oh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> With the first overall pick, I'm going to pick a man. And I know you're going to need Not a woman? For David Pasternak for the Boston Bruins. Right wing. His salary cap right now is about 6 and 6.6. The guy is like, that's a very strange number. He must hopefully good luck and he's not a devil worshiper. All right. That's, so that's a good pick. That is, that's the one of the best contracts in the league. So I see where you're going. I'm going to have to counter this just because I have a strategy, but I'm a flexible GM. You know what I mean? I am going to see how the other GMs are working and I'm going to alter my strategy. And that's what I'm going to do right now. You're doing that already? It's one pick? Already, because I don't want you to take out the four or five or six top guns with great contracts. And I'll, I'll be left with just like, oh, I got to take someone. What did you think I was going to do here? I don't know. There's different strategies. Do you go right after the entry-level contracts? Do you go after some D-men with great contracts? Do you fill up the guys who have decent contracts in the lower lower lines, fourth, okay. third lines? Okay. Yep. Well, now I got I to gotta contrast with Nathan McKinnon. Arguably, right there with Pasternak, yep. with the best contract in the league. So I think these two were, were just no-brainers. Yeah, they were my one-two. And, I, and the reason I went... I went past over McKinnon just because of the depth at center. You know, I'll take the winger, um, knowing that there's a lot of big time centers available. But yeah, these but couldn't go like wrong. we said before this draft, we don't have to play the player. Like McKinnon can be used at right wing where he's played there before. Yeah. Yep. So what gosh, where is how do you spell McKinnon? It's like the weirdest last name ever. M-A-C-K. M-A, Mac, Kinnon. Okay. So we're using um, Cap Friendly's GM tool, um, which I highly recommend if you want to do this on your own. It's a lot of fun, and you can pick the players, and it'll automatically populate your team as you go and tell you where you are against the salary cap, which is really cool. Um, oh, and no calculators necessary. So. so where does it say how much money I have left, Tim? Scroll down under the ad. You'll see Cap Space on the right. Cap Space minus $6 million. Okay, I got it. I'll just I'll just add that up to eighty three million. We'll figure it out. Go ahead. Okay. Um, with the number two pick, I guess number three pick, I am going to take Elias Pettersson. What? Wow. Good pick. I like that pick. How much is his cap worth? It's like eight hundred k. Oh. Okay. He's a good legit trip. superstar number one center. He's making nine two five. Okay. Um, so that is a taking advantage 
of the entry-level contract, I, I think that's a great pick. I really, really do. So is he your second-line center? Is that where you're going with this? It depends on the rest of the squad right now. But if he's my number one, I won't be, uh, I won't be sad about it. I am so incredibly nervous. Are you nervous? No. The more I nervous am. you are, the less nervous I am. I, I uh, think I'm going to just dominate this draft. I feel like Pedersen, if this is anything to foreshadow, he wasn't even on my list. I totally missed him. That's a bad omen. Yeah. Isn't that? Oh, all right. Well, I am going to kind of, I guess, buck the trend with my second overall pick. I am going to take our, he's hurt right now, but we're going healthy players, right? Yep. Fully healthy. I'm taking the best defenseman in the league, Seth Jones. Good pick. The Columbus Blue Jackets for $5.4 million. He is your number one defenseman. He can anchor the power play, the penalty kill. He can play 25 minutes a night, and he is an absolute stud. And for $5.4 million, that is a steal. When first number one overall defenseman, they're getting $8, $9 million these days, if not more. All right. Okay. (laughs) You're so nervous. I love it. That was a a great pick. Watching him in the playoffs last year was just like an enlightening thing for me. I was like, I had no idea this guy was this good. And I'll just Uh, say the reason my cap thing was bad, I put in $83. (laughs) I didn't realize you had to put in all the zeros. I figured they would assume it was $83 but now I got it all set up. There's a lot of zeros on that $83 Good, good. Um, All right, Tim. Who you got now? Now you are nerve-wracking. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to pick a player going sort of against the trend of what I just picked with Pedersen. This is a guy who's not making like, you know, a low salary cap, but is underpaid and is a legitimate number one superstar that is being paid less than what the market would bear. And a little bold to take on this much salary early on, but I'm going to do it anyway. Leon Dreisaitl. Oh, I like that pick. He is a stud. He can play anywhere on a line, left wing, right wing, center. Very good pick. Yep. He makes Very, 8.5, which is, again, he should be making at least two or three million more than that. So um, it's an interesting strategy because there are players in that price range who are just as good. So I don't know if the value is there. He's making 8.5. You got Crosby at 8.7. You know, you, you can pick other players in that price range who are just as good. Interesting. I'm going to continue to fill out my, my D roster right now. And I'm going to take Cal McCarr from the Colorado Avalanche. He's making $880,000 this year. And he is an absolute steal. He's a playmaker. He's 21 years old. So he's got some decent, you know, age to him. He's not this green rookie who you can't trust in the playoffs. I like his makeup. He moves the puck. He's a fast player. He's the type of guy I want on my defense. So I'm taking Cal McCarr for $880,000. It's a good pick. I like him a lot. Um, and I can see you starting to build out your decor, which makes me a little nervous. So I'm probably going to pick my first one right now. So here's the thing. You need to make sure, and I just want to stipulate this for the fans. You got to make sure you don't just throw all entry-level contracts on there because come playoff time, these, these kids will fold. You need to have strong veteran leadership. And that's just for the fans because I could just – anyways, go ahead, Tim. I understand that. I know that you know who I'm about to pick when you, I know. <laughs> when you say that. I know. Um, and I think this guy's also going to have great synergy with Pedersen. Go ahead, Quinn Hughes. Uh, I was going to take him next. He was my next pick. It was between McCarr or Hughes, 
And I just like Makar's style better. I think he's a better I, player. I do too. I, th- I think he's a more complete player, a little bigger. But, I mean, you couldn't go wrong with either one. I do love Makar. But with him off the board, he was, was an easy pick for me. Totally agree. Totally agree with your, your comments there. I, I think the better deals, there's more forwards who have better contracts than defensemen. That's why I'm leaning on the defensemen more. There's not as many defensemen who have good contracts. When you look on the D end, you see more contracts that are like, whoa, is that a bad contract? There's only a handful that are good, good contracts. So I'm going to round out my number one D pairing, pairing right now. And I'm going to take oh, – that's a lot of money though, man. It's a lot of money. I'm going to take Jakob Slavin. Oh, good pick. $5.3 million from the Carolina Hurricanes. He rounds out – that is – a heck of a one-two punch there on defense. Am I am I wrong or am I right? I think I'm right. Slavin and, and uh, Jones, yeah. Slavin and Jones to round out my one-two D pairing for ten million dollars. That's a pretty darn good value, if you ask me. No, that's great. So these these are the players who they they did those big contracts when they were early. So Slavin's got this contract for the next four or five years, and the Hurricanes wrapped him up to this. I think two years ago. So good on the Hurricanes for kind of being very they, – they, what's the word I'm looking for? They had good foresight where they saw yeah. this guy's potential and they, they locked him up early. Okay, anyways, I've already got three defensemen locked up for $11.5 million. It's Not bad. It's Not good. bad. All right, you're up. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner still has hundreds, hundreds of sports, events, and games to wager on. Or, you know what? Let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. Open 24 hours a day, all online, including their $750,000 poker series. Listen, if you're into prop bets, entertaining bets, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, the stock prices, and even the weather to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. But be sure to use promo code BLUEWIRE. Bet online. You're online wagering experts. I am up, um, and I am looking back at my forward core again. We'd like some help on the left side. No, and Dreisaitl can play there, but I want to build that up a little bit more. Um, gosh. There's a lot of good picks to be had. Tell you what. Another guy who's... Not got the cheapest salary cap, but super underpaid. Um, and I like his game a lot. Johnny Gaudreau. Oh, 6.75. Typically a left winger. Where are you going to use him? Left wing. Left wing. Okay. Johnny Gaudreau. You're, you're, you're really going after the heavy contracts early. We'll see that plays out. For, so what's your cap now? Well, hold on. Let me do my pick, and then we'll see where our cap's at after five picks. Yep. So I am going to round out. I'm going to get a good second or third line center. I don't know where I'm going to put him yet. He is 
again, kind of a do-it-all player. He's really good on the PK. You can put him on the power play. He's been getting decent points lately. Sean Couturier, oh, Philadelphia yeah. Flyers. He is a just a solid player, and he's the type of guy who I want him on my team in the playoffs. You know what I mean? He was he was pretty high on my list. He makes four point three million dollars. He should be making seven, and he is a good good player. So if I if I have him as a second or third line center, notice that asterisk or third. There could be better centermen, you know, on the way. All right, so we, we have had five picks. Where's your cap sit right now, Tim? I have just above $59 million left in cap space. And I have 60. So when I do fantasy football drafts, my strategy is to spend as little as I can early on because everyone just blows their load early and they have no money in the later rounds. So we're, we're right on the same cap space. So, okay, Let, let's, keep, let's keep moving. We'll keep moving. Um, Gosh. Now, okay, so I'm going to buck another trend here and be. What's the trend we have? What, what trend are you bucking? Wait till you see the pick and then you'll know. Oh, okay. I'm going to pick a goalie. Oh, Halak? <laughs> no. Um, a little kid named Jordan Bennington. Now, obviously, oh. you've seen what he can do in the playoffs. You've seen how he can carry a team. Yes, I did. His salary cap is 4.4. I love that. He should be making twice that. Um, so I'm going to pick him and be happy about it. That is, I would say, your first misstep of the draft. $4.4 million for Jordan Bennington. I, he just won the Stanley Cup last you're year. You're right. I think that's a lot of money to invest into a goalie. I think that's a, there's a lot of quality goalies that could win you the cup if you have the right team in front of you. I'm not investing them, that much in my goalie. How many of them have won a cup, though? None. But oh, Bennington, yeah. when he won the cup, how much was he making? All right. All right we'll he was see. making $800,000 when he won the cup. We'll see. I'm just saying you don't need to be making 4.3 when the proof is in the pudding with Bennington. He won the cup. He was making 800 schmil or 800 grand. All right. I'm just saying – I'm just saying, you don't need a, a a big contract on the back end when you listen. That that's a good thing for me that you just made that pick. A good thing for for don't for try to get in my head. Don't even think okay. I am going to. I kind of want to just keep building on the D because you're just letting me. You're letting these players fall in my lap, and I don't know how I can. My initial kind of strategy was not to invest too much money on my defense, but these players are here. And I feel like I have to take them. And I, and I don't know. <sighs> okay. Let me, let me just see here. One second. Okay. I'm going to do it. You don't have any wingers yet. I don't care. I only have one forward. I am going to round out my top four defensemen here. Brett Petchy from the Carolina Hurricanes Ugh. at $4 million, What? Ugh, what a terrible oh, pick. $4 million arguably could be a 1-2 D-man. And he's making $4 million. Arguably could be a 560, man. No way. He's got – Carolina has done so well with their contracts. They offer these young kids big money early, and they see the zeros and the dollar signs. They go, oh, my gosh, I got to take it. And then when they hit 25, 26, and they're only making four or five million, they should be making seven, eight. They're like, wait a minute, maybe we made a mistake. This is another guy, Slavin and Petchia, the same thing. So I'm taking him at $4 million. And this might hurt me in the voting because not a lot of people know Carolina Hurricanes. I'm hopefully we get fans that are very educated and they know their hockey. 
so they can see the value in these guys. All right, go ahead. So, so obviously now I need uh, to build up my defensemen, and I also probably need a little more grit and toughness on the team. Um, leadership, two-way play, and this pick, you're going to love this pick, Jake Muzzin. Jake Muzzin for four schmill? Yeah. Now, where, did, where do you see him on your D pairing? Probably my number three. Um, number three. And, you know, first penalty kill. Um, he can play on the two if I need him to on the, on the first top pairing, but probably my number three defenseman after this all shakes out. But I really like his contract. I really like his game, um, a lot of leadership, and he's obviously won a cup before, so happy to have him. Interesting. Okay. That seems like a lot of money, $4 million for that type of player. He doesn't put up many points. He's not going to really fill the box score. He, he is a very, very, very good serviceable defenseman. But like I said, I feel like there's other guys out there who probably could do that job who you can get for $2 million. That's just what I'm, that's just all I'm saying. Don't you think? We'll see. Don't you think Tim? Well, I guess we'll, I guess we'll let the fans kind of decide. Okay. I am going to stick with the defensive kind of thought here. I'm going I'm I'm kind of I'm in you know, limbo between you do two have to score defensemen. Some goals too. Listen, the D I'm getting are stud defensemen. I'm going back to the entry level contracts here. I'm going to dip into the Colorado Avalanche decor. I'm going to take Samuel Girard from the Colorado Avalanche. He's got 34 points. He is good on the power play. He's got 13 power play points. He's only making $728,000. You can throw him on the power play second unit. For a fifth defenseman, that is an absolute steal. I love it. I love my pick. Samuel Girard, come on down. He's 21 years old. He's played a few games. I like it. All right. Go ahead, Tim. Let's see. Let's see another stinker of a pick. Let's see if you can make it a natural hat trick of three terrible picks in a row. <laughs> right. Um, so this guy is another player that on an entry-level contract, he's a forward. He's a guy that we didn't really see how good he was until a certain other player was traded and he took the team on his back. And, and um, I just love his game. So Barzal, again, on his entry-level contract, he's making 8.6. He can play either the wing or center. I'll probably have him a second or third line center. Um, and be pumped about it. So I like that pick. He's still on his entry level contract. He is. Oh man, that, that's this is where I've dropped. I've really dropped it because I didn't know I, him and Pedersen. I didn't even realize. Yeah, I got both of them for like one point seven. That those are really, really, really great picks. Like fantastic picks. I'm embarrassed that I let those two guys slip through my fingers. That might be a game changer right there. It really, really might be. I've been focusing on the D-men, and you got those two studs for next to nothing, Tim. That's a very good pick. Thank you, thank you. All right, moving on. So my defense is almost full. It's almost full. And I'm going to fill my defense right now. My sixth – no, I'm not. I'm just kidding. Um, so I am going to take another centerman. I think you win championships down the middle. I think that is where – you win and lose games in the trenches. The centermen's take to face-offs. They're down in the trenches, a D zone, in the offensive zone. I was wavering between a few guys here, but I'm just going to go with sheer scoring ability. I'm going to go with Shifley from the Winnipeg Jets for $6.125 million. He 
could be a first line center. He's going to slot in as my number two sentiment right now. Shifley. It's a solid pick. You're, you're darn tootin' it is. Mark Shifley. Get on the, get on the team. I'm going to slot him right ahead of Couturier, who is now my third line center. How scary is that? How scary, how terrified would you be if you saw Sean Couturier hop over the boards? Who are you matching up with him, Tim? It's going to be Barzal or Pedersen, probably. Yeah, I'm winning that matchup. Pedersen. That's a good third line setter. Oh, I missed that pick. <laughs> Darn it. Um, yeah, but, but could, could, could shut some of those guys down, potentially. So, potentially. Listen to you. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, gosh. You did pick a lot of the defensemen that I was looking at, um, especially McCarr and Jones. I was banking on getting one of the two, which makes me think now that most of those top guys are gone, I should wait a little bit on defense. Um, I'm going to take a guy here, another center, who's having a great year, super underpaid, and I think he will – flourish in the playoffs mika zabanajad who just kidding that's a good pick 5.35 million dollars kind of gets overshadowed because he was he's with the rangers and they're just so terrible lately but he does put up a lot of points he's a good player can kind of play up and down the lineup like you said so i like that pick all right here we go i'm gonna round out my defense already haven't you already done that no, I have five defensemen. This will be my sixth defenseman. And I might pick up a seventh guy, but maybe I'm taking all my D too early. I don't know. This was a guy who was involved in a big trade a few years back. It was, it was a very publicly kind of – it was a hot trade where the GM almost got fired. There was calls for his head. Mikhail Sergachev from the Tampa Bay Lightning – He's, he's just been a solid defenseman his three years in Tampa Bay. He's got 40 points, 32 points, 35 points. He just does it all. And he's a big hitter. He's 6'2", 220 pounds. I think that's a steal at $800,000, $894,000. So I'm taking him to kind of round out my decor. Mikhail Sergachev, come on down. Good player. We talked about him on the show before too. Yeah, um, I like him. He was on my list, but now I can feel pretty good about taking my next defenseman out of Dallas, Miro Heiskanen. Now another guy on an entry level contract. He's super, super flashy, super talented, so fast. Um, and again, to have that kind of talent on an entry level deal is going to be really, really good for me and for the uh, the fans. So he's making eight point or eight ninety four. Mm-hmm. Um, really excited about have him on the team. A very, very good pick. There's a lot of good entry level D men that are that are around i think i have the top three but there's still a few other good ones that are there who i don't know if you know who you they the are top three hughes oh, i do have the top three hughes okay hughes might be he might hughes, yeah okay he's i'll, one I'll or give two. you hughes he's, he's one, or one or two. two. okay i'll give you that all right i'm gonna take a i'm gonna start building up my forward core now i feel like i've my D is home. My D is set. I got $50 million in the bank. I got my six defensemen set. My centerman is set. When I look at a team, that's how I build it out. I want my middle strong and I want a strong defensive core. So that's what I feel like I've done. 
And now it's time to start adding some scoring on the wings and some grit on the wings in the third and fourth line. That's what I feel like I'm going to win in the playoffs. Okay. I'm going to start going for value here. There's a lot of good names on the list. I like big bodies. I like guys who you can kind of move up and on the lineup. Like I've said, the Columbus Blue Jackets have a player named Josh Anderson. He's a big body. He makes $1.85 million and he is now on my team. So Josh Anderson, come on down. Do you know who that is, Tim? I do. Again, I noticed him when the Bruins played the uh, Jackets last year in the playoffs and he's a good player. He's always angry. He's always mad at somebody. I like that. I like that type of player. I like how he plays the game. All right. So I got Josh Anderson for $1.85 million. So even a better pick right now. I'm about to blow your mind again. Calling his shots. Yes. Um, This guy's making 1.6. He can play either wing. He's got a great scoring, scoring touch as well as a physical edge to his game. Anthony Duclair. Dukey. Oh, yeah. I like that. So he's again, 40 um, goals this year. 1.6. He's on, he's on pace for 30 plus before the season shut down. Um, yeah. I, like I really that. like his game on the, you know, if he's on third line winger, that's where he, he's going to flourish. So I agree. I agree. Take advantage of that. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with that kind of thought process. We, we met him in Chicago, Tim. Ooh, he is a little, little, little water bug out there. Almost <laughs> the shortest guy in the league. Yeah, arguably could have the best nickname in the league. Old Kitty Cat took it from my old playing mate Andrew Burnett. We used to call him Kitty. Alex DeBrincat at eight hundred ninety-four thousand dollars. I'm going to take him on my team to maybe play him on the uh, the third line, maybe the second line, maybe the fourth line. I don't know. I'm going to slot him wherever I need him. But at oh seven hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars. Excuse me, I was off by a couple couple of zeros there so that i'm taking alex to bring cat yeah really good pick and he's super small i walked by him without even realizing who he was then you look at his thighs and it's like whoa holy squat much squat much kid um okay so we're on a roll here i'm gonna pick another guy entry-level contract all the talent in the world can play both wings andre svechnikov out of carolina He's making so 925. Great contracts. So, so good. I remember watching him actually in uh, Traverse City at the uh, the prospect tournament. He's just, just softest hands ever. So He's a um, good player. He's a really good player. I like that pick. Very, very good. All right. Okay. I'm going to continue this and just keep it moving along. He got traded as well. Um, the New Jersey Devils traded him at the deadline for a first-round draft pick. I'm going to take Coleman. On the Tampa Bay, what's his first name? I don't even know his first name. Ryan Blake. Blake Coleman. Not a lot of people know him, but he's he's a good little hockey player. He only makes one point eight million dollars, so he can play anywhere in the lineup: center, left wing, right wing. Right now, I got him slotted as a centerman on my fourth line. How scary is that? How terrifying is that? How, yeah. how scared are you if Blake Coleman jumps over the boards for your fourth line? Who are you going to match up against him? There's Pedersen? a crazy stat. When he got traded, people didn't realize how effective he was. He's like one of three or four players in the last three years who have scored 25-plus goals and averaged like 200 hits a season. Yeah. And one of them was Ovechkin. One was him. And the other guy, I forget who else was. But he's an effective player the coach is going to love. I'm going to love him. I'm the coach NGM of this team, by the way. Are That's you? Me. Okay. Yeah. I thought we were drafting for coaches too, no? Oh, we're drafting coaches in their salary cap. It counts against the cap. All right. Um, We can do that too. 
gosh, now, now we're kind of getting into personal preferences here. We're getting into the deeper players. Um, I like the makeup of my team a lot. I think I'm going to need some more right-handed shots on my wingers so far, except for pasta or lefties. Um, so I'm going to look on the right-hand side. Again, a guy who's not huge, but plays with a lot of grit and sandpaper in his game. He's a fan favorite. I think he's going to be really effective in the playoffs. Brendan Gallagher. He's making. Oh, it's going to take him. Dang it. He's making 3.75, only 27, right-handed shot. Um, he's a pass. He's not a guy you want to play against in the playoffs. So He's a good player. It was either him or Coleman, my last pick. Would you have taken Coleman? Not at that pick, but eventually. Oh, man, I think I dropped the ball. You've been having some very good picks, Tim. I applaud your preparation. I applaud your results. But it's it's not going to make it – it's it's not going to make, make it uh, – I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you're not going to win. Mm.